Thank you for listening to the Verbal Express. My name is Fadisha. And I am Shayla. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, boo. How are you? Ooh, I've had better days. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling much better than yesterday. Guys, I have been diagnosed with strep throat. And it was killing me yesterday. Oh, my God. When I say it was killing me, ooh, not even killing me softly. It wasn't even that respectful. (laughs) (laughs) It was killing my ass. Ooh. (laughs) But I feel much better today. Uh, You know, I still have a little soreness, but it's much better than yesterday. Thank God. Yes, Lord. Poor baby. Girl, I was shocked when you said you had strep. You, <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, I, don't I don't know if my overgrown ass gets strep throat. That I have no idea. I've been trying to figure that out. Three years old with strep throat, right? <laughs> strep. I don't even work in a daycare. Oh man, well, I'm glad you feel better, sis. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. This is episode eight. And we are going to go ahead and get into it. So, um, do you want to start with, what do you want to start with, Brian? First and foremost, let's go ahead and um, say rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. I know I told y'all last week to go check on Riri. And unfortunately, you know, um, she passed away literally the next day. Yeah by family and friends you know she was definitely an icon so definitely you know rest in peace to her my prayers and thoughts are with her family and friends you know during this difficult time absolutely absolutely so um starting with that so speaking of did you see (laughs) did you see the Al Sharpton thing where he no. misspelled respect. No. <laughs> he said that they're going to R E S P E I C T. They're going to put some respect on it, honey. So <laughs> it was it was very funny because um I believe he was addressing Fox News, you know, how they basically had put up Patty LaBelle's photo. Yeah. And so he was um, addressing that, I want to say. But, girl, the fact that he misspelled respect took me out. I could Yeah. So, so <laughs> and he was saying it so sure, too, bitch. He spelled it out so good and wrong. It was just, it was, it was quite hilarious. I bet but, it was. <laughs> but, yes. Um, so, Actually, I think that we can go ahead and get into the whole Tiana, Taylor, and Jeremiah fiasco. Oh, yes. And the fiasco it was. Absolutely, girl. So, if you guys don't know, they were on tour together. And shit has went left. And at this point, I'm not even 100% certain they're they're on tour together still. Do you know? They're not. They are not on tour together. It literally happened within a matter of, I think they had only performed like two or three shows before the shit went down. Mm -hmm. It was literally the beginning of the Later That Night tour. 
I just can't. So basically, um, Tiana came out just kind of saying that she basically was calling Jeremiah a bitch and saying he was lazy and that he wasn't um, trying to make sure that his stuff was right. However, she just took some shots at him. It just seemed like she came out of nowhere with the shots. And then she came back again and cleared it up and basically was saying that they had had a conversation, things were cool, and then I, from what I understood, he basically was like trying to say that she was the headliner of his tour so he was making it more like she was his opening act is what he he was trying to say and so sis did not (laughs) she did not like that basically she was trying to say that they had had a discussion that they were both equal in it it wasn't you know they both were headlining the tour it wasn't you know a she wasn't an opener for him so um they both took some shots and I will say that I have to respect Jeremiah the way that he well a little bit because he he did do a petty move did you see where he had um posted the little Duval smile bitch clip and he (laughs) (laughs) he had put hashtag KTSE which is her um what ain't that her album name so keep that same energy yeah so but it's also her it was something it's her hashtag too so he posted that that was his petty thing but then he kind of like cleared it up a little bit he was just saying that he wasn't you know beefing with her that there wasn't any issues I don't know it was just a mess it was a big mess I know that and at this point they're not even on tour anymore she's still doing her tours and her shows or whatever and honestly I wouldn't go to see her perform I'm sorry like I love I love Tiana Taylor I really do and I love her personality but from that album I I'm sorry. I would not be in line to go see her perform that album. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just not doing it. Not doing yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely agree with um with that part <laughs> for sure. But the thing with that, when I first saw Tiana's tweet when she was basically calling him conniving and sneaky and a diva, I was confused because I didn't know that she was on tour with him. When she was promoting it, I thought it was only her. And I didn't know Jeremiah was going to even be there, let alone be, you know, the headliner. And I saw the flyer, like, amongst all of the beef, where they did have, like, his picture bigger than hers or whatever, and they had, like, a little small picture of her compared to him on the flyer. Um, but again, I didn't see all of this until all of the, you know, the beef happened or whatnot. So once that happened, when she tweeted, you know, he's a diva and he doesn't do anything but sit, sit in that chair. Because apparently he performs in like this, um, while sitting down in like this, um, throne type of chair or something like that. So when, again, when I seen all the beef happening or whatever, and she was just like, I've been the one, the main one promoting it, which she was because I remember them putting out the list, her putting out the list or whatever. And like I said, I didn't know Jeremiah was going to be there. So, I didn't either, honestly. Yeah, I really didn't know when she was putting out clips of her, you know, performing at the show. 
even though we said we wouldn't go, the show was lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or like, really was that, and they really was rocking with her or whatnot. And uh, from whatever song they was bumping, they was bumping <laughs> hard with her because I don't know what song that was, but they were <laughs> giving her life. <laughs> well, I will say this. She what she is a great performer. She is a great dancer. She she is hype, and you can see that in the show. Right. Um, but I mean, I can't get hyped to some shit that I don't know. Now I will say, I do like one of her songs, like the Rose in Harlem one. I really really do like that one. But I'm not gonna go to your concert for one song and be hype with you because that's probably the song that they was hype on Possibly. and be. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I, I just can't. So I I don't know why she tripping. She should be happy anybody's coming to see her, which people are. <laughs> like I'm not and, and that's what's crazy to me is like people are showing up and showing out for her. Like they are going hard for her and she is receiving a whole lot of love and I respect that. Um, but I, I just don't get how you know, you put out an album that's like 30 minutes long and with nine songs and a two minutes and 30 seconds for all the songs. And it's just, I'm sorry. I would, I just would not be in line for that tour. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Cause you know, apparently now since it's no longer the later that night tour with Jeremiah is now the keep that same energy tour. And she's actually kept all the same dates. So, you know, so far it looks so good. You know, she, people are still showing out for her now that Jeremiah is no longer a part of it. People are still showing up and buying tickets. I haven't seen anything where people are requesting refunds or anything. Because, again, <laughs> I really don't think people even knew Jeremiah was going to be there in the first place. I guess that was just like a bonus. <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. But, I think so. Yeah. So she's now on the again keep that same energy and people are keeping that same energy because they're still going to support sis and, and that two minute album that's <laughs> and that's exactly what it was so. but, that's, <laughs> but that's great though I, I I commend her on doing her thing and I'm happy that people are supporting her and you know she's handling her business so that I am happy for um, you know I just feel like Anytime stuff like that happens in the media, I just don't like it. Especially, y'all know how I feel about men and women arguing in social media. I just don't like it. So, right. Um, but I will say that I think for the most part, he handled it well as a man. You know, he did try to tell his side of the story. Um, <laughs> he said that she got upset over chicken wings. Yes, over chicken wings, chicken wings and water. <laughs> So I mean, so I mean, he he was a little petty with it too, but for the most part, I think he handled it pretty well. Because I mean, she did come out strong, calling him bitches and stuff. And I think that's one thing that you know, when women know what they be doing when they go to calling men bitches and hoes and all that type of stuff. So, um, you know, we just gonna leave that where it's at, but. She the the tour is going on. She's doing fine, and he's not a part of it. So you know they've hopefully they can squash it at this point. Um, now moving on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, 
be amazed, friend. You want to go ahead and knock that out? Yes, I actually enjoy the VMAs for the most part. Anyway, me let me too. let me say that for the most part, I really did think they were really good this year. Um, that it flowed pretty well, and I thought Cardi B looked absolutely amazing. Agreed. It's good. And she won Best New Artist, which she well deserved. I was very happy for that. Um, Her speech. (laughs) Let's get into her speech. Oh, that speech was everything. (laughs) That speech was everything. And this, I was like, this is why people love Cardi. Because she don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know, literally... Literally, that speech was pretty much saying, I don't give a fuck or whatever about what y'all are saying or whatnot. And for those of you who may not have watched it yet or who don't even care to watch the VMAs because you know it's coming on back to back. MTV kind of like BET sometimes with them damn award shows. Um, Basically, Cardi, again, got, um, what is it, Best New Artist? Yep. Best New Artist Award, she gave her speech where she said all of the love that she's receiving from her family and her friends and fans is genuine and that you can't buy that. And she ended it by saying, you can't buy that, bitch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I I agree with that. And I'm glad that she was able to, I, I support that. The fact that she's able to speak her mind, say what she needs to say. And you know what I'm saying? Like this girl has so many people hating on her and even, you know, and it's not even warranted, you know? So, and then also when they are all in her comments and, you know, comparing her to Nicki Minaj and comparing her to this and that, like, again, why do that? Like, if you're not going to rock with me, leave me the fuck alone. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. So, I love the fact that she was just like, you know, the love that she is receiving is, you know, it's genuine. People really do love her. People really are rocking with her. And it's true. And that's something that cannot be bought. She is blessed with that. And, you know, and that's what it is. So I loved her speech as well. Yes, that was that was everything. And I think that, you know, that payola thing, which is payola is basically where the labels, music labels, buy spins for their artists basically pay the djs right pay the radio stations pay people to play their artist music and i mean okay if cardi does have that then at the same time you can't like you said buy the love of the people you could pay somebody to play your record all day but if people are not feeling it they're not gonna rock with you and you know these fans these days are people especially with social media, they will let you know straight up if I'm right, if they rocking with you or not. Like they don't give a fuck about how you feel or whatever. No matter how many times the song played, they not rocking with that shit. They gonna be like, that shit is trash. (laughs) You know? Exactly. But Cardi has said herself, you know, that she spent money out of her own pocket, you know, trying to get DJs to even listen to her music or whatnot. And some of them blatantly just like, no, you know, not even rocking with her when she was just trying to be on the come up. But now that she's hot, she's had to sit down with those same DJs for interviews and she just had to suck it up or whatever, because the people 
felt like they loved her music. They loved her personality. So that's why she's shining the way that she's shining now. And again, it goes back to her speech. You can't buy that love. And they have people who have been rocking with Cardi since she was doing her Instagram videos um, and still in the strip club. You know what I'm saying? And they have literally watched her come up or whatever. So for Cardi to just literally get on this platform and address that and say like, y'all, I can't buy this if I wanted to. I'm really, I really am blessed or whatever. And then end it with bitch. Like that was everything <laughs> to me. Cause that was basically like a shut the fuck up. I'm here. There's nothing y'all can do about it. It's real. So deal with it. Exactly. And I loved it. Yes. So, every uh, and she really deserved best new artist. She really did. Yeah. And so let's go into some of the other awards. Um, Nicki Minaj actually won Best Hip Hop Award, and um, she won it for Chun Li, which I I am happy for her that she won. But I was fucking sh- shocked <laughs> for her to win over Drake's God's Plan. Um, I was a little, you know, I, I didn't see that coming. Um, who else did she win up? She won she won over like uh Migos too and everybody. Like mm-hmm. it was quite a few people in there that I was I was really shocked that she won over Drake. And I think she may have won over J. Cole too. I was shocked to see that she won over both of them. Yeah. Um but she did win and um she actually had a really good performance. I loved her performance. She did her thing. Um I you know, I loved it. I don't have nothing negative to say about it. She performed uh, Majesty, um, Part of Barbie Dreams, and Fifi, which Fifi, the one with uh, 6ix9ine, when I first heard that song, I did not like it, but now I love that song. Yeah, I didn't care for it either, but I actually like Nicki. I'm going to say this. I didn't care for like 6ix9ine's version, but I like Nicki's verse or whatnot. Uh, but the the song in its entirety, I didn't have to listen to it. <laughs> Whatever, but I like Nikki's verse on it or whatnot. Um, like you, I was surprised that she won Best Hip Hop over Drake's God's, God's Plan. I just knew God's Plan had that in the bag or whatever. Like, I just knew Drake would have won that. Um, but he didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> her performance was great she performed Barbie Dreams which is like one of my faves and Majesty as well I like that one too um, and she did her thing I was surprised that she actually performed Barbie Dreams or whatnot because you know how most songs like yeah they be hot or whatever and then when it comes time for them to perform it on like platforms like award shows they kind of shy away from it yeah. but I was happy that she did perform it and she did a great job. She looked very good. She actually looked better on on the performing stage than her actually outfit that she wore to the VMAs. So I really didn't care for that. I really thought she could have did better. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about her performance either because she really did do her thing. She did, and um, I'm waiting on you to say that you like good form because I think it's gonna grow on you. <laughs> Girl, I haven't listened to it. I like I thought I said I listened twice, and I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna go back and listen to it a few more times because I normally skip it because I have been listening to the album on my way to work, even though I haven't been to work in like 
since Friday. <laughs> but last, like, I've been listening to my listen to the album on my way to work or whatever, and I normally skip that one. <laughs> I know how Chun Li had to grow on you, so I know good form will grow on you too. Yeah. Okay, you, you speak for the both. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, the other thing that with the VMAs that I wanted to address was let's get into the other performances. Um, Logic actually had a really good performance. I liked his performance because he addressed the U.S. Border Patrol issue, and I thought that that was awesome how he did it. He had like little, um, little kids in shirts that said we are all human beings and I think that that's something that the world needs to see and, and remember mm-hmm. um, and so I thought that that was a very you know he made a great statement he did I, the song was okay um, I'd never heard that song before but it was it was a nice song but I, I just love the fact that he addressed the you know the issues that we've been having most definitely and I love the message with you know the parents being reunited with the children when they lifted up the curtain and they had all of their parents back there I love that that was just that was amazing and I also love his shirt that he had on that said fuck the wall and I was like okay logic like nah like that's how you make a damn statement like he (laughs) he did a great job Yes. And so and now the best performance of the night was that goddamn J Lo. Oh my he god. Showed up and showed out. Like yeah. I didn't realize how many hits J Lo actually does. Yeah. Like J Lo is that bitch. Like I I knew that she had hits and you know, we know she can dance and stuff like that, but I didn't really realize like how much of her stuff that I really did like. So I enjoyed her performance. She did her thing. I love that she um she performed the song All I Have, the one that she had with L Cool J. I, that was one of my favorites. Um, and she performed Get Right. I really liked that one. And then of course she brought out Ja Rule, honey, and yes. she she did not play. J-Lo did not play no games. And I was telling you, like, if I was any other performer, I would not have wanted to go behind J-Lo. Like, no. I'm good. I'm good, love. We done. That's it. <laughs> like, they should have let her be last because the people who performed after her, it was just like, you know, a waste of time, basically. Like, she killed it. She killed it, which, of course, she did get – um, what's it called? The the Van Gogh Award? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award Award. Okay. She deserved it. She did a great job. She I did. loved it. Yeah, she did. She did a, an amazing job. And sis looks good. She does good. look so good. Yeah. I was like, damn, J Lo fine as hell. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> J-Lo looks good. good as hell. And she's yes. 49. She looks good as hell. She looks amazing. Uh, but she never falls short on fashion. She don't. Or, yeah. Like, never. You ain't gonna never catch J-Lo slipping, like, <laughs> at no. all. She don't come, come to play. Exactly. And when I saw Ja Rule in the audience or whatever, I didn't even think about his song with J-Lo or whatnot. But so for her to bring him on stage, you know, I, I like the song that they had was mm-hmm. one of my favorites. I love it. I love mm-hmm. the song. But um, I didn't think about it. that funny? Yeah. Ain't yes. That funny? Yeah. But um, 
I was super happy that she brought him out and he was able, able to perform because that was that was amazing. And like you said, she should have been the last one because her performance literally shut it down. Like you could, like everybody could have went home. Like it was over. <laughs> you know, right. Sure it's over. Especially what from what I can remember, most award shows have like big tributes like that at the end because they pretty much know that this is either both either going to take up a lot of time and two like people are going to shut it down you know what I'm saying like so I don't really know why they put that <clears throat> in the middle I guess because it still went on for a good while after <laughs> yeah I- it was like a whole nother hour left. yeah so they so- put her in the middle and I, I didn't understand that or whatever because her performance was a long performance they didn't cut it off or whatnot, and she also gave a nice, um, long speech or whatever, but she did a great job. I would have definitely been like, hell no, I'm not going on stage after her. Did you just see that? Like, like, I'm on a stage. I'm going Like, (laughs) she did so good, though. I loved it. She did great. She did great. Sis still could dance. She looked good. She was doing it, but yeah, J Lo got hits like she does. multiple hits. She does. I didn't even realize how many she did until she was performing them all, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that joint." Right. So she did such a good job. Um, well deserved. You know, everything like you said, everything was on point. Her look, everything. Um, now, Camilla Cabela. Oh yeah. <laughs> She won two awards that she should not have. Right. She won the Artist of the Year and did she get off? Oh, Video of the Year also. Yeah. And in my opinion, Sis did not deserve either, but okay. She did get them. So it is what it is. Um, And I only know that Havana song. I like that song. It's it's cute, but the stuff that she... I don't know. Like the songs that she actually won for were different songs. I don't even know what they're called because I don't know her music. But um, yeah, so she won that. So I will say she definitely did not deserve those awards. Um, everybody else that pretty much won stuff, I will say it was well deserved. But in that case, no, she did not. No, yeah, she definitely should not. Um, because didn't. Which way? What's the second one that she won? A uh, video, video of the year. Yeah. Now, didn't they have Drake's God's Plan in that one as well? He was in that one as well. Yeah, and I was the, I was like, now video of the year definitely should have went to Drake on that one. <laughs> like I know it might yeah. not ride for Drake, but now video of the year should have definitely went to Drake for God's Plan. She should have never won that, and like you said, she didn't even win that for Havana. So, I felt like they was literally just giving her awards. Yeah, cause she they had announced that she was she was uh, nominated for five of the awards, and uh, she should not have been. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate on that lady, but I no, I am gonna hate on that lady because she did not. <laughs> Like, if you deserve stuff, you know what I'm saying? If you win it fair and square, that's one thing. But come on, y'all know damn well that lady did not deserve those awards. But anywho, she got them. And um, a lot of people were giving 
Madonna a lot of kickback over her speech that she gave, which basically she was talking about herself. Um, she was trying to say her influence, the influence that Aretha Franklin had on her. And that's what she was saying is that she was giving, um, she wasn't trying to give a tribute to Aretha Franklin. Like people are saying that, you know, it seemed as though it was supposed to have been a tribute because they did have her picture up, um, you know, behind her. And that's what you thought that she was going to talk about, like her and, you know, Aretha's influence and strictly Aretha. But no, she talked about herself and I was lost because I was like, where does Aretha come in at? So, um, but yeah, so a lot of people gave her backlash on that. And so she's made a statement and she's basically said, you know, that she wasn't trying to give a tribute to Aretha. It was basically just um, Aretha's influence on her life, which she still didn't do a good job of translating that either. But okay. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, it didn't come across very, very well. Um, I saw Candy post a video on it talking about basically saying you talked about yourself the whole time sis (laughs) so what was the point of that speech or whatever and Madonna was looking a hot goddamn mess she did look like the Olsen twin she really did (laughs) she really was looking a hot damn mess or whatever talking about Aretha or whatever and she's talking about living in a crack house I'm just like, Madonna, just stop. Just stop. Like, they should cut her mic off. You know, I don't even know why they let her keep going or whatever. But I get what she was trying to do, but it just did not come off well at all. Especially, it's like, it's too soon. Right. Yeah. And then for them to even, you know, because like I said, they had Aretha's picture up, and it just kind of was like, isn't this supposed to be dedicated to the lady who's posted behind you? But okay. Exactly. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But all right, y'all. So we I think that pretty much covers the VMA. So it was really good. Yeah, it was. It was really, really good. Um, I enjoyed watching them. Yeah. And normally and I I'm normally never really too hype about watching it, but because this year I did see, you know, they had a lot of good people nominated. I did. I was interested to see, you know, who's going to win what. So, because, um, you know, the VMAs, honestly, that's that's more for the Caucasian persuasion. So I guess that's why Camilla Cabello, whoever she is, I guess that's why she won those awards. Because it is geared more towards them, as we know. Um but yeah, it was really good this year, though. The performances, overall, all the performances were really good, and I liked it. Yeah, I did, too. And uh, Camilla Cabello, is that how you say her last name? It don't matter. Don't worry it- about it. <laughs> um, she also won a Grammy for, for a Record of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. I don't she- know if it was Record of the Year or Artist of the Year, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but she won it over SZA. And people were having, like, you know, giving her backlash about that because they were like, SZA should have won it because of the song. I might It may have been Song of the Year or something like that because the song that she won for came out in 20... 
2015 or 2016. How does that work? Exactly. And Scissors (laughs) came out like the year before, which was which should have been counted, basically. And um, Camilla ended up winning it. People gave her so much backlash that she commented on it and basically was saying like, "You guys are being hard on me or whatever." But haha, the joke's on you. I've already been hard on hard enough on myself I've already told myself that I wasn't good enough um that I don't deserve this and things like that so basically just saying like y'all can kiss my ass <laughs> whatever like just <clears throat> just excuse me just basically saying that it doesn't matter what people say because I've already said these negative things to myself but I think deep down inside she knew she should not have won that or whatever <laughs> Yeah, otherwise why would you say that? <laughs> exactly. Um and I don't I don't think it's maybe too much backlash this time around or whatever, but she has won an award in the past that she shouldn't have. So <laughs> it kinda happened full circle again on the MTV awards. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't even know like really who she was. Like I now I come like from what Tiffany Haddish mentioned, she give you know, she gave like the little joke about Fifth Harmony. I didn't realize that she was, you know, a part of that group and that they parted ways. So um I didn't know who she was, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, but over overall, like I said, the VMAs were really good. Um we do have just a little bit more about Nikki. We know we woke y'all out with her last week, so we promise we are going to keep it brief. Um, brief. We're going to keep it brief this time because um, basically, you know, sis is she's still doing her thing and she's still kind of in the hot spot and it doesn't look like she's going to stop anytime soon, but I just can't with her. So at no. this point, um, but what I do want to say is this. Um, I feel like, again, I don't know where, like we mentioned last week, I don't know where it's coming from, but I feel like she just wants to get all this stuff off of her chest. And for whatever reason, you know, she's doing it and it's coming off is very, it's coming off the wrong way. So I don't really know what it is. Like she's basically saying that she's just, you know getting stuff off her chest is not she's not mad she's not bitter she's just stating facts and that she's not pressed about it like you know y'all thinking that she's upset and hurt but she's not she's just saying what it is and I mean if that's the case then good for you to be able to just you know get it off your chest if that's what you want to do and if you're not bothered by it whatever but in retrospect if you're not bothered by stuff you don't really speak on it like the way she has so you know we we kind of have to wonder but anyway so the only thing that I want to say about her this week is the fact that she now is trying to say you know why her album didn't reach number one for last week or whatever at the debut and um, Travis Scott was actually number one which I didn't even know he had an album out to be honest Mm so (laughs) I was a little bit shocked because I didn't know he had an album out but and I haven't listened to it so um but she was just saying you know his he's reached number one because other things are counting towards his album sales such as you know (laughs) 
such as Kylie coming to his shows and him selling merchandise and stuff like that. So she recently, she did another interview and she <laughs> she was marking how Kylie talks and it just killed me. Like it was so funny to me. The fact that she was just like, you know, what well, a reason his album is selling, you know, it where the reason it's saying that he has more sales is because, you know, he's brought other people in and he he made Kylie go and announce that she was gonna be at the tour, her and baby Stormy. And so she got out and was like, Hi guys, come and see me. Come and see me at Stormy. That is so funny to me the fact that she went there like that tickled the hell out of me so I just had to mention that like if y'all she did an interview I don't even know who the interview was with at this point but if y'all just radio who was it I think it was on queen radio oh yeah 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 so if y'all if y'all go and listen to that I don't even it's just too funny um the fact that she called that man a hoe though like she was like hoe ass nigga of the week goes to Travis Scott <laughs> like yeah you know, she took it a little far because somebody else mentioned you know if he was to call her number two lady then it would be something <laughs> so mm-hmm. so um yeah I just you know Hopefully, we don't have to keep reporting stuff about Nikki in the future. Hopefully, this just kind of blows over. But, yeah, I don't see it happening. <laughs> right, because I really honestly feel like Nikki wants people to keep talking about her <laughs> or whatever because it's pretty much promotion for her album. And she's been going on these little rants and raves. I see people are saying, you know, Nikki's finally speaking up for herself and you know, now that she's speaking up for herself, people think she's crazy and she's on drugs and she's pressed. I think sis is on all of that because honestly, Nikki has never had a problem speaking up for herself since when? I mean, what Nicki Minaj y'all know who's just been sitting back taking shit or whatever and not saying anything. Like, Nikki has never had an issue with, you know, speaking up for herself. Charlamagne gave her a donkey of the day because she has debuted at number two before and she's never been this pressed and now all of a sudden that she's debuting at number two since Queen came out now it's just this big issue where Travis Scott is whole ass nigga of the week and she is that she's been a sore winner which she is because I mean at the end of the day she's still number two like you're still in a top spot it's not like you are number 10 or number 15 or number 20 or shit even number five you're number two or whatever like yeah it may be wrong for billboard to count travis scott merchandise you know in his album sales but at the same time nikki you're number two like it doesn't matter like come on now you've been winning consistently for a long time it's not like somebody's just knocking you all the way down the charts like you're in the fucking top 100 or something like that right like it's it's not even that serious or whatever like i'm glad you're speaking your mind and all that but it's not that serious like why are you so mad exactly so but according to sis she ain't mad though so I don't know. That's right. According to her, she feels <laughs> like, yeah, that bitch is real pissed off about something. She needs some help. I personally think she on that pink coke, and not the not the regular white coke that the regular folk get. She on the pink one that you know <laughs> get. So, and if y'all don't know what pink cocaine is, y'all can go ahead and Google it. It'll pop right up. 
Yeah, because something wrong with sis. Like, I don't know, and I hate to put that lady on drugs, but she's acting real irrational or whatever. So I don't I don't know whether she, maybe she do think it's just a joke or whatever, just to keep her name out there. Because, I mean, quite honestly, this is probably the most people have talked about Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Like, In a while, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. even though she wins consistently and she, because... She wins because she brings, you know, she brings, she's great at what she does. Like I said this before, she's great at what she does. She's a great rapper. She always drops lyrical gems or whatever. Like, people love her. Her music is dope. So she always wins. That's why she's been winning over the past decade or whatever. But this right here, I mean, is getting out of hand. It is. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's very weird because, like, like you said, Nikki has always said whatever. Like, that's one of the reasons why I used to, like, stand for Nikki. I used to love her because she just say whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. But this is definitely a different side of her. Like, we've never seen her like this. So it's 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 different. But whatever, enough of her. I'm I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not about to play with this and her emotions because right because emotions all over the place and I just can't keep up I got my own emotions and a sore throat to deal with and I just <laughs> deal with these pressed ass heifers <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Nikki chill out girl you worry about your album being number two and sis out here with real throat problems <laughs> they have other issues in the world Thoke, poor baby Thoke. <laughs> yes, like girl, calm down. Oh me, my baby and her Thoke. It's gonna be okay, D. <laughs> it will. All right. Well, moving right along because I told y'all we is not about to talk about her. Right. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. The the other thing that I wanted to mention was the incident that happened in Louisiana with um the little girls being and I. I don't remember the school name or anything, but um, the little girls being, like, expelled from school over having extensions in their hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. The black um, girls. Yes, they were little black girls. And um, I know that it was a private school. I don't know for certain if it was a Catholic school or not. Um, and, I, again, I'm sorry. I don't know the name of the school. But I just feel like that was definitely uncalled for um i think anytime somebody messes with innocent children that's a special kind of asshole mm-hmm. and i feel like you know what i'm saying there's ways that you can handle anything there's ways to take care of stuff so and the people in the comments were saying that you know okay if this school clearly had, you know, rules. Um, they clearly would have listed what was accepted or what not, this, that, and the other. But, and I don't know, you know, what the rule of it is. But what I think is, if that were an issue, if their hair was an issue, it should have simply just been, like, you know, more so of a, hey, you know, this isn't 
what we accept here, that type of thing. Um, you know, let your mom know or call their mom or something. Like you can handle stuff like that way better than just being like okay well you're gonna be expelled for you know not being in dress code or whatever the case is I don't know how they put it I don't know the wording of anything I just know that basically they expel like several little black girls for having extensions in their hair and when I say extensions the little girl that I saw she had braids it was very kid friendly it wasn't no bundles it wasn't no crazy color um it wasn't nothing crazy it was just kid friendly cute little nice clean neat hairstyle for a little girl so and I I'm just thinking to myself like why would you even be pressed about that like why would that bother you so again I just feel like when adults do shit like that to children innocent children that's you know that's a whole special kind of fucked up Mm mm-hmm it is. It really is. I just think it's super sad for trying to get pulled out of class pretty much and it's behind a hairstyle. Like, I felt like that was just so unnecessary. Because it wasn't distracting. That's another thing. Like, I had to look at it like a lot of different ways. Like, why would you even be worried about this? Like, there was nothing that would have drew me to her hair nothing and I don't know what the other because we only saw one little girl Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't see what the other hairstyles look like or what else they had going on but looking at it it wasn't distracting like I said it wasn't no it was simple it was black you know it was braids and it wasn't nothing that would make me alarmed over like if I was another student in class I wouldn't be like oh my god her her weave is distracting me or you know she's got pink hair or she's got purple hair like it wasn't nothing crazy so I really don't understand why that happened but since it did I just feel like it was totally unacceptable now on the other hand I also feel like (laughs) this I don't and again I don't know specifically what type of school it was I know that it was um a private some type of private school because they had on uniforms um I don't know if it was Catholic or not like people in the comments were basically saying it was like a Catholic school which I don't know but I really honestly I wouldn't feel comfortable sending my child to no school like that anyway because I just feel like you know now private school is one thing that you know that's different. I would send my school, my child to a private school if, you know, if, if they wanted to go. I wouldn't force my child to go somewhere they don't want to go, for one. Um, so if they wanted to go to the school and if I looked at the school and I knew that, hey, this is a good school, I'm going to send my child here. That's one thing. But I wouldn't want to send my child to no damn Catholic school anyway, honestly. So that's one thing. Um, but the fact of the matter is, if it is a Catholic school, that's even more fucked up because <laughs> that's a Bible-based school. So why would you be judging these little girls on their hairstyle? So Right. Uh, so I have the information here. And for those of you who don't know, it was Tokyo Vanity's niece. Tokyo Vanity is from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta um, the, this past new season she was on. And it was her niece who was attending... Um, Christ the King School in Gretna, Louisiana of her 
the niece and a few other black girls were suspended for their hair extensions. So not only were they pulled out of class and questioned about it and literally having people digging their hair saying, is this your real hair, real hair and things like that, they were suspended for their hairstyles. Like Shayla said, I don't know if that was in the rule book. I don't know if the a list of acceptable hairstyles and you know what they can and cannot wear because again as far as clothes they had on uniforms so I don't know if they had a list of do's and don'ts for the hair but regardless like you said Shay the hair was appropriate it was age appropriate it was kid friendly or whatever it wasn't distracting it wasn't something that was just so out the box where you just like what the hell she got in her head or whatever it was just regular braids or whatnot and I'm assuming since it is Christ the King school I'm sure it is a Catholic a Catholic based school or Christian based school or whatnot and this poor little girl literally was like crying or whatever because which is understandable because not only is it embarrassing but she don't understand what's going on. Like, what's wrong with my hair? So you pretty much just basically putting something in her head that wearing these braids is not right. Wearing this hairstyle is not right. And that in itself is not right because she didn't do anything wrong. Absolutely. And I just, that's, that's so sickening that you even have to have this type of discussion because it's exactly. like, Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I just don't know where to go with that because that's just crazy to me. Now, again, like I've said, I wouldn't send my child to a school like that to begin with, but nevertheless, I wouldn't expect that to happen. You know, like, you don't expect for your child to be kicked out of school because of their hairstyle. Like, right. what? So, I don't know. And I just, I don't know. I just feel, I feel bad for the little girl because that's definitely something that is embarrassing. Um, You know, like, come on now. Really? I don't know, D. I just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she is going to remember this forever or whatever. And I just feel like, especially in the Christian-based school, like, you're you're supposed to teach me how to love everybody and not judge people and that only God can judge. And you're sitting up here digging into my hair so I'm like, is this real? Like, why does it matter or whatever? Like, it does not matter how I wear my hair. I'm still a human being. I'm still, you know, a good person. Like, you're supposed to be teaching me stuff about my regular education and then stuff amongst it, like, you know, in the Bible or whatever. Not just judging me all the time about what my hair is looking like her and others or whatever so for you to just pull these group of beautiful black girls out of class and then not only pull them out of class to inspect their hair but suspend them like that's some bullshit and that is a reason why people wouldn't send their kids to like catholic or christian based schools because quite honestly christians can be the most judgmental or whatever like that right there just shows how 
you are distracted by the wrong thing, about the stuff that doesn't matter. It has the stuff that has nothing to do with you. Why does these little girls' hair bother you so much? The world may never know because it doesn't make sense. No. It makes no sense. So I hope they get it together, you know, um, from the video that Tokyo posted or whatever. Of course, you know, the mom's going to be hella mad because I would have been hella mad or whatever. But I hope they, they get this issue resolved and figure that shit out because this is this is not the first time that this has happened or whatever in school. And the rate that this world is going, it's not going to be the last, but the issue definitely needs to be addressed. I agree. And people in the comments were saying um, a lot of people were saying that they should uh, basically read the handbook and know what's accepted and what's not. A lot of people are saying, you know, that probably was in the handbook or this and that and they can't get mad. That's the rules. Like, it was a lot of mixed conversation. So, and again, I don't know the rules of the, of the school. I don't know if that was something that was in the handbook or not, but I feel like it definitely should not have been, even if it was, because it doesn't, you know what I'm saying, that has nothing to do with education and being taught what they need to learn while they're there like their hairstyle really doesn't have anything to do with it and the fact that it was such a simple hairstyle like I almost would have felt better if she did have like a a blonde bob or something on right I would have been like okay you know who sent their child in there with that damn blonde bob like (laughs) you know that would have made more sense to me for it to be something like fucked up but to see that it was something actually very kid appropriate very cute very nice and neat like you know this that there was no call for that so again a lot of people were just saying you know well that's their that's the school's rules they should follow the rules or take their child somewhere else and this and that in which i mean <sighs> lord jesus i don't know just pray for them yeah, I really hope that wasn't in nobody's handbook because it is so. Like you gotta really be like very anal to sit down and be like, okay, and little girls can't wear weave. They can't wear, like, what? Yeah, yeah. For you to even, I, I like you said, and obviously like loud, distracting colors. She came up in there looking like, um, 2010 Nicki Minaj with the beehive on her head or whatever. <laughs> like, right. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Why would you send your child to school <laughs> like this or right. whatever? But she didn't. Like, it was nothing distracting about her hairstyle or whatever. So I really hope and pray that was not in the handbook because that alone is discrimination. <laughs> like, you can't exactly. tell me what I can and cannot do in my daughter's hair when it's age appropriate and kid appropriate. Exactly. So I don't know. Like you said, hopefully they will get it together. Um I think that was was that it, Dee? Did you have anything else that you wanted to bring to the forefront? Well, I did just want to elaborate on why you wouldn't send your child to a Catholic school. Like, do you feel like it's because it is religion based? Is it because of how you grew up or do you just feel like just Catholic schools in general, like they have badass kids come out of them. Which, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of the time they do. 
it's a mixture of it's a mixture of a lot of different things for one um well for the main reason is because I actually grew up Jehovah's Witness like that's all I know um that's the only religion I know and um so you know I've been around only that and only exposed to that my entire life that's the main reason the second reason is if it's school I think their religion should be separate like that's what you go to church for so I wouldn't want you know what I'm saying like I I mean yes granted you're supposed to honor God in everything that you do that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying like if it's school then you know let it be school so um that's the other reason um let's see Another reason, I just don't, I don't like stuff like that that's, like, too uptight, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's, like, you know, you got these kids in uniforms, you got them, like, yeah, I think structure is good in some, you know, in some manner, like, kids do need structure, but it's just a little too structured for me. I wouldn't want my child, you know, feeling like they have to go and, just be all prim and proper at school like school I went my experience with school was of course like I learned you know I was a good student and I but I also went to school to have fun and you know socialize with my friends like so that type of school environment for me is just a no-go um and then also I feel like if you get into (laughs) schools like that it's gonna be more so predominantly white Um, which there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, let's face it, that's pretty, you know, that's kind of like what we are used to anyway in the world around us when we go to work and stuff like that. But, um, in most cases, but I don't know. I feel like also when I was in school, all of my classes were mostly white. When I went to high school, I ended up going to a magnet school and I have to kind of just elaborate on this story. So, um, I grew up, for people who know me, they know this, but I grew up in Ripley, Tennessee, which is like super small. And then I moved to Jackson, Tennessee for my high school years. So my ninth grade year, I went to this school called JCM, Jackson Central Mary. It was a big school, like real big. I had never been, you know, from coming from a small town, like I went to a bigger city then. And um, I had never been in a school like that big before. So it was kind of cool to me. And also it was more of a mixed crowd. Like it was a lot more black people and stuff. So I enjoyed it. Well, um, the next year, the, the city, Jackson, they grew two. they had two new schools come about. And one, they were both magnet schools. One was more so for like a tech school and then one was more academic school. So the academics part of it actually they split the school that I had been at JCM they split like one of the campus because it was a big school it was two campuses so they split one of the campuses and made it um, Madison academic well I knew about it but I was just I wasn't really interested in going to it and so but because I was like I was a good student one of my teachers recommended for me to go and he sent a letter home to my mama. So my, when he sent the letter home, my mom was just like, okay, well, you know, you should go to this school and da, da, da. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Because at this point, you know, it didn't really make me much of a difference. Um, but 
you basically, I didn't want to apply for the school initially because you had to get like teacher recommendations. You had to write an essay on why you wanted to go. Like you had to do all this extra shit. And I didn't want to do all that because it it wasn't that serious to me. So when he sent the letter home though, that like pretty much surpassed everything. Like I didn't have to do anything at that point, but my mom, I just needed her permission. And of course she signed off on it. So I ended up going to this damn school. Now, we go there, it's a lot smaller, nothing but white people. Like, in my graduating class, it was probably like a hundred, like, super small. It was probably like a hundred of us and only five or six black people. So, I just, my experience was totally different from, you know, my first, my freshman year. Because freshman year, I but I do feel like this, though. I feel like had I stayed at JCM, that I would have... um probably been a little bit more wild because so, it was just like so much more shit to get into but like when I went to Madison it was shit it was nothing but you know academics it was work so um but I enjoyed it though I always liked school so um but I just feel like you know when you take a kid and put them in certain environments, they thrive in certain environments, and they don't in others, and um, I don't know if, like, me personally, if my if my kid is going to be anything like me, it is not going to be thriving in no Catholic school. <laughs> like, like, it's just, that's just too uptight for me. Mm-hmm. That's, those are, like, a part of the reasons why I wouldn't. Would you send your child? Would you send little Preston to a Catholic school? Not necessarily like a Catholic school, no, but probably like um or like if it's considered like a Catholic school, probably not. But like we were thinking about sending him to like a Christian academy, which is like a private school or whatnot. Um, I don't have a problem with like sending them to like a Christian academy. I grew up Baptist, so as far as like a Catholic religion or whatever, from what I know, you know, they have some similarities or whatnot between Baptists and Catholics, but not really, you know, a lot. I don't really know nothing about Catholics, so I'm not going to really like speak on it because I can't talk about that intelligently, so I don't really know because I don't know. I, <laughs> huh? I said, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't really know too much about Catholics. And when I, I would send him to a private school, whether they te- taught religion or not, um, if the academic part was good. Like if I looked at the school, I'm like, this is a great school academically or whatnot. Yeah, I wouldn't have no problem sending him to a private school. And if they happen to like be Bible-based, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. If it's a Bible-based school or whatever, but it's a good school, I wouldn't mind him going. Now, I'm not that type of parent that I would want him to go because I want him to go. Like, if I saw that he's not thriving there, I would immediately take him out. Like, I'm not going to go there just because, oh, I just want him to go to this prestige academy or whatever. (laughs) He has to go here. Like, no, I'm not that type of parent. Like, if my child is, like, getting pulled out of class for some BS reason or you know, not just not um, getting along with students and it's just not, if I see him changing in any way or whatever that's negative, 
I will pull him out immediately and figure out where he needs to be or whatever because I just I don't roll like that and I also feel like with these schools you know sometimes the the structure can be good but the structure can also be super strict for stuff like this like you know wearing your hair a certain way or wearing certain things or not wearing certain things like First of all, you have to realize we live in a free world or whatever. These kids, once they graduate, is not going to be walking around everybody wearing uniforms with their hair just, you know, um, society, what society wants it to be or whatever. And I feel like in these schools, sometimes they, they keep you in like this bubble and expect for you to just be this goddamn robot. And these kids are not like that or whatever. So I wouldn't want my child to feel like this is the real world when it comes to education um so when it comes to like private schools and things like that I don't really have a problem with it but I really feel like you just have to take into consideration that they may not teach them what you want them to be taught when it comes to religion if you you get what I'm saying yeah I do so um Again, I don't. I wouldn't have a problem with it if it was like a Christian or a Bible-based school, whatever. But the academic part has to be there, and I have to feel like it is a place where he would be comfortable and he would thrive. Like, and I mean, like really thrive, not just going and doing his work just to be doing it or whatever. Like somewhere where he would actually wake up in the morning and be excited to go to school. Because, like you, I love school. I love going to school, whatever. I love learning or whatnot. And I also grew up in a small town where it is predominantly white, but it's also a good amount of black people, whatever. So it was like, you wouldn't consider my school an all black school because they had just as many white people as they did black people or whatever. So it was a, it was a mixture. And then the town is like so small. Everybody knew everybody like, the people I went to school with, our parents went to school with each other. So, you know, it's just that whole small town vibe or whatever, where it's just like the blacks and the whites whites are all together. Now, don't get me wrong. They had some of them that was like racist, but I mean, we was just from a small town. People knew that, you know what I'm saying? So growing up, it was just like, we all just got along together. So I saw, you know, you you have like your rich, privileged white kids and then you have like the poor white kids and vice versa with like blacks as well. When I so for me, even when I went to college, that's it was pretty much the same thing. I didn't go to HBCU. I went to a school where it was predominantly white, but a good amount of blacks at the same time. Me too. And I, well, hell, Austin P was mainly just white. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was black people there, but you could point them out. It was it right, was. exactly, and that's just how McNeese was. So, so, so I don't see. I definitely don't see anything wrong with that portion of it. If it's a good school, that's fine. But I'm I'm not sending my kids to no Christian based stuff because again, um from my own religion that's it's just not going to work. Um but I just also I just think that that's unfortunate that that happened though. But you know. Yep, and it just goes to show you how people can be with the shit no matter where they at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. No matter where, whether it's 
I mean, you literally have Christ in the name of your school. And so, you like this. Exactly. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that no matter what you do, I mean, you can't do nothing right when it comes to being black sometimes. Like, you, not even sometimes. Damn, it's getting like all the time. You can't do nothing right. You can't even wear your hair in braids at school. <laughs> that you can't for because I'm pretty sure Christ the King school, whatever, is, is a private school where they're paying tuition like parents are paying tuition or whatever so for you to suspend my child and I'm making these monthly ass payments like nah you somebody you talk to me about this and where was this in the handbook because I'm pretty sure that as a parent especially the black parents they was looking at everything in the handbook or whatever and I'm pretty sure wearing braids or wearing weaves was not in the handbook so y'all just put my child out of class really for nothing. Right. That's just crazy. Yeah. I still can't believe it. But No. It's some bullshit or whatever. And these private schools are no joke. They are expensive as shit. So I would be like, y'all need to, y'all got some splaining to do. Not what? explaining, no. Splaining. <laughs> I need to get to the bottom of this today. Right. Or that tuition check gonna be late what you said that's another reason i don't think that i would want to pay even given the um even being able to afford it i don't think i would want to pay for private school um i just don't especially if you're going to send your kids to college you know granted if they want to go again like some people don't want to go to college and i think that if they don't then you know you don't never need to push nobody to go but um that's another I didn't even really think about that part of it shit that shit is expensive hell no you going to damn public school like I went to (laughs) (laughs) yes it's very 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 expensive to put your child in private school because again with Preston we once he starts kindergarten um next year or whatever we're looking to put him in a private school specifically because the public schools here are like they're not really up to par basically or whatever and I just feel like in order for him to get a good education or whatever I want him to go to a private school specifically because of where we live not necessarily again because I just feel like he has to go to a private school because I want you know I mean obviously I want the best for my child but I don't feel like it's just like he's so prestige and privileged like he has to go to a private school academic wise I feel like a private school is better than what the public school is offering hmm (laughs) yes and I think that also goes in the areas you know what I mean like it's just the areas that you live in you know what I mean sometimes private schools will offer a better education than a public school in your area and that is why one of the reasons why we want him to go to private school whatever because of the things that we have been hearing from parents and also um, Robert's mom works in the school whatever and she works in like an elementary elementary or whatnot and just from the things that we're hearing about like the teachers and things like that it's just like I'd rather him go to a private school because even though I I know that I'll be paying uh, will be paying a lot of money I know for a fact he'll be getting getting a good education because 
I'm paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't got no choice but to give them a good education because they want this this money. That's true. So now I'm not opposed to I'm not opposed to that, and I'm not opposed to magnet schools because, like I said, my high school was um, a really good school. Like I loved I loved school anyway, though. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl. So hopefully, the main thing is I really just hope they get that figured out and worked out because that's a damn shame for them yeah. girls to be taken out of school over some bullshit. Right. So some they damn hairstyles. That's ridiculous. Right. In a Christian based school. Exactly. Of all things. Yeah. So, well, girl, I think we didn't we didn't hit everything that we needed to hit. Um, you got anything else you could think of? Oh, uh, I just wanted to let everybody know. You know, I had to push and pump through this episode. <laughs> Whatever, so <I> <laughs> my voice probably sound a little bit crazy, and I probably was like cutting myself off. Um, and that's only because I could feel my throat. You know, what I'm saying start to act up. Like, calm down, bitch. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> you and that throat. Honey. I know, girl. I'm getting this together. <laughs> <laughs> whatever so I do apologize if you know if it came up I came off a little raspy tonight <laughs> but I had to push and pump through for y'all we definitely appreciate you doing that sis and yes, yes. hopefully you'll feel better soon much 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 better yes 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 I'm I'm feeling much better again than yesterday so I know I'm on the road to healing <laughs> Thank God. But I do want to thank everyone for listening. Don't forget to um, hit us up at theverbalexpress at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns. You know, we'll be happy to hear from you. Absolutely. Thank you guys as always for listening in. And y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Continue to spread positivity, not negativity. And peace. Peace.